to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. Stefano, I am turning 25 in a few days, so it's only appropriate that I reflect on my last quarter century and the important learnings that I have taken from it. There's obviously lots of super important and insightful stuff to cover here, but I do want to preface this by saying a big thank you to some of my close friends for contributing to this episode when I asked for their thoughts on the topic, because if you ask me my top 10 things that I have learned in my life, I will talk and I will talk and I will talk and it'll be 10 hours later and I'll still be going. So I needed some help in really refining my top 10. So let's get started. Number one, you need to love yourself first before you can even consider loving anyone else or accepting love from another. This came from one of my good friends, Ali... Shout out to you. And I feel like this one is reasonably self-explanatory, but it's one of the most important. I know that it's easier to bury yourself into a relationship or into a number of relationships in an attempt to experience love rather than to spend time looking inwards and learning how to love and accept yourself. That's all well and good until that relationship falls apart. And then you fall apart because you don't even know who you are without that relationship. Not only that, but a part of loving yourself is spending enough time with yourself to determine what your values are and how you want to honor them. I'm not saying you need to be single to figure out how to love yourself first, but it's about investing that time into focusing on yourself because I promise if you do, you will show up more authentically in your own life and you won't be relying on anyone else to determine whether you're worth loving. Of course you are worth loving but you need to show that love, compassion and respect to yourself first and over and above everyone else. Number two, stop making excuses. Excuses aren't cute and all they do is justify whatever it is that you're making an excuse for. Not doing something, shitty behavior, other people's shitty behavior, 
realize what is actually happening and acknowledge the truth of it. Believe it or not, taking accountability for things takes a whole lot less energy than making excuses and you feel better for it. I find a lot of power in taking responsibility for my shit, but particularly my mistakes. And I never used to be someone who was good at saying sorry, but these days when I recognize within myself that actually I need to take some responsibility and then I own that, it also means that I can let it go and then do my best to move forward and do better. A good example is when your alarm goes off at 6am because you're trying to be a better person and wake up earlier than normal and then you spend a few minutes in your head trying to convince yourself that you're too tired to get up for whatever reason. Those are excuses. If you don't want to get up, just admit it and own it instead of trying to think of an excuse to justify why you aren't getting up. Same applies to when you're trying to tell your friends that you don't feel like going out on a Saturday night. If you don't want to go, you don't want to go. Stop trying to find an excuse to back up that feeling. Excuses are unnecessary sentence fillers that we often use to make others or ourselves more comfortable. Stop doing it. The person who takes accountability and owns their shit radiates huge dick energy. The person who spends their time finding excuses radiates small dick energy. Don't be that person. We only radiate big dick energy around here. Number three, don't waste time trying to fix broken people. It's not your responsibility to fix anyone. If you do that, you're doing yourself a disservice because you could be using all of that energy on developing yourself. You can't be the hero and save someone else. Everyone is responsible for their own shit. I've reached a point in my life now where if someone can't come to me either having done the inner work or acknowledging their issues and actually meaningfully doing the work, I'm not interested. If someone is a broken person, it is up to them to accept that they have shit to work on and do that themselves. You can support them through that, of course, but you can't carry that burden for them. Number four, your 20s are for making mistakes. From one of my good friends, Laura. Some of these mistakes you need to make on your own, regardless of how much you hear it from other people, and you need to forgive yourself for that. I am Eve, and by that I mean everyone on the planet could tell me not to eat the apple. And I will go and eat the apple anyway and learn the consequences the hard way. I think a big part of growing up is learning lessons the hard way and absorbing those lessons only when you're ready to. Because it's only when you're ready to actually accept that, okay, maybe eating that apple was a really dumb idea. And I know everyone told me that, but I didn't really absorb that message until I found out the hard way. It's only then that you actually learn that you don't want to do it again. I look back now on all of the dumb shit that I've done, despite being warned by everyone around me that said shit was dumb. (laughs) And now with the beauty of hindsight and experience, of course I can say, yikes, what the fuck was I doing? But I also forgive myself because there were lessons in all of it. And at least for me, I wouldn't have learned those lessons meaningfully if I had listened to all of the good advice around me and avoided it altogether, because then I wouldn't have felt what I needed to feel in order for that lesson to hit. Would it have been the responsible thing to do? Yes, but nothing shapes us more than our lived experiences and the impact of what they teach us. Don't be hard on yourself if it takes a while to snap out of your dumb shit, whatever that may be. I hope that once you're out of it, you can look back at yourself with understanding and gratitude for everything that you learned when you were going through it. Number five, your mentality determines the kind of day that you're going to have. 
so annoying because I know we hear this all the time and everyone says if you wake up and you're in a bad mood, then you're going to have a bad day. But it's true. If you wake up thinking that you will have a bad day, you will. If you wake up thinking you're going to have a good day, you will. They say life is what you make it, but so is a day. Even if a bunch of really annoying or stressful things come at you, make it a priority not to let it get you down or let those feelings consume the rest of your day. Number six, don't be afraid to cut off negative people. Stop valuing your relationships based on the amount of time you've known someone or put up with stupid shit from people because of what they do for a job or who they know or how many followers they have or who they're related to. It's not healthy to maintain a relationship purely for the sake of feeding your ego when you know it's not good for you. The only relationships that you need to be actively putting effort into are those which serve you and the only people you need to be giving your energy to are those who reciprocate that same energy back. Don't try to stay involved with anyone with poor intentions or anyone who doesn't make you feel good. Unpopular opinion. Sometimes this might include family members. In order to live your best life as the best version of yourself, you need to be surrounded by the best people for you and curate the best relationships for you. You know who's good for you and you know who deserves to be in your life. Honor that. Don't waste your time and energy on the wrong people. Number seven, stop second guessing yourself and trust in your abilities. I feel like this is what the world expects of us when we're in our 20s and I hate it. I don't think we should succumb to this expectation any longer, particularly when we now have a whole generation of people entering adulthood who were born into this like technological age. Like I know myself that because I went to a school where laptops were compulsory, which I think now is like reasonably normal, but was relatively advanced at that time. Everyone older than like 35 will comment on how fast I can type. And I know it's obviously just not about young people know how to type fast but my point is that we have invaluable skills and bring a new perspective which is unique to our generation and not only that like I'm not even trying to say that because we are like I'm one of those people who's stuck between millennial and gen z because I was born in 96 but it's not even like you're valuable because you know how to use a computer like I've already just said Beyond all of the external factors, beyond which generation you belong to or where you come from or how you were raised, everyone has value that they can bring to the world. And I'm so over us automatically second guessing or doubting ourselves because we don't need to. We just need to figure out where we can best inject our value to create the most meaningful change. Imposter syndrome, as I've spoken about before, is a real thing that we need to work to overcome. If you know you're good at what you do, trust in that and own it. Eight, not everyone will like you, just do what you want anyway. This is what I discussed in my first episode of my podcast. We're always so concerned with what people will think of us to the extent that we have been holding back on doing things that we would love to pursue because we are worried about what people may say or think of us. I'll say it once, I won't say it again. Who cares? A tough pill to swallow is that there will always be people who won't like you. It is the way that the world works, and most of the time it has nothing to do with you. Don't let people who have no effect on your life decide what you get to do with your life. Your life is yours, so live it that way. Number nine, life isn't a competition. 
be happy for others. Don't compare yourself or your goals or your life to others. This was inspired by my friend Tash. Thank you, Tash. When we hear about other people achieving or doing well, it is human nature to immediately take that opportunity to look inwards at ourselves and start comparing their success to what we have done or where we're at in life or what we want to do. We need to stop doing this because all it does is steal our joy. Instead, just be genuinely happy for people and at the very most, let their success inspire you to aim for your best too. Someone else's success is not your failure and there is room for everyone at the table. The only person you should be comparing yourself to is you. Number 10, if they wanted to, they would. And I feel this in my bones because it hits. It's a sensitive topic. The amount of time that I have spent in my life in the past wasting on people who either weren't reciprocating my energy or showing up for me the way that I was showing up for them because they didn't care to terrifies me. This kind of ties into the stop making excuses. But I used to be really good at this and I used to be really good at, and this sucks to admit, but it's true. I used to say something along the lines of, I know this person cares about me because they tell me they do, even though their actions tell me that they don't. And I know that they're emotionally unavailable and never show up when I need them. But that one time we had this really amazing experience together. So I'm just going to ignore all of the red flags that tell me that they don't care about me because that one time was fun. (sighs) After my first few relationships, situationships, I had a realization that I need to stop falling in love with either the idea of someone or the potential of someone. I can freely admit that I have spent years loving the potential of someone and all it did was end up in my disappointment. And it was also unfair on the other person because I was holding them to a standard that they either weren't capable of or weren't willing to meet for me. And they shouldn't. They should only be doing whatever they want for themselves. And if, if we align, then that's cool. I wasn't ready to hear this. I wasn't ready to hear that if they wanted to, they would, because I guarantee I was reading that all over my Instagram page for years and years and very consciously ignoring it. I wasn't ready to hear it until I went through it and then came out of it. But seriously, if you take anything from this and you are in a similar predicament at this point in your life, if they wanted to, they would. Please stop making excuses for them. It is so simple, but no judgment. Sometimes you've just got to... Ride that wave and learn it for yourself, and that's okay too. (laughs) And number 11, I know the episode is called 10 Things That I Learned Before I Turned 25, but this is my podcast, so I'm going to break my own rules and give you a number 11. You only live one life, so make the most of it. My good friend, Tash, who I have already mentioned, reminded me that time is precious. We need to enjoy the here and now and just spend it doing what we love None of us want to get to the end of our lives and have regrets because we didn't do something out of fear of judgment or failure or rejection or anything else. If you find yourself asking the question about whether you should do something and getting caught up in evaluating whether it's a good idea or not, just remind yourself that you only live one life and you might just find your answer. And very quickly, again, because this is my podcast, I'll do what I want. And I know this is for everybody's benefit. Inspired by my friend and colleague, Jan... Number 12, lucky last, I promise, use eye cream and wear sunscreen every day. That's non-negotiable. And don't come at me and say that it is 
purely for aesthetic purposes, because it's not. It's taking care of our skin health. And with that, I will love you and leave you. I hope you have an awesome day. Please do something today that makes you happy. I promise I will be celebrating with a birthday cake and I don't care how much I eat because I'm about to turn 25 and I've got a whole lot to be celebrating. Thank you all very much. I'm so stoked to head into my 25th year having started this podcast. I'm so enjoying it. I certainly don't take it for granted and I'm so grateful for all of the support Here's to another 25. And fingers crossed I'll still be as fun and as vibrant in 25 years' time as I am now, if not more, right? Thanks, everyone. Mwah.